Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Walking in Wisdom, the Freeway. It is Friday, January 15th, and on today's podcast, we are going to be discussing suffering, the many forms, the reasons why do we truly understand suffering, the things that take place in our lives, the things that many of us face, the situations we have gone through, the situations we are going through, the situations that we might face, suffering, do we really, truly understand suffering? So we are going to look into that and see what the Word of God has to say. So stay tuned and come back after this short break. Alrighty, dear ones, welcome back. I hope that you have awakened to a beautiful, beautiful new day. And as always, remember, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. So today, I want to talk about suffering and how we all, believers, unbelievers, everybody can say that in one way or another, they have endured suffering, they have gone through Suffering, they are presently going through suffering, or they will experience suffering. That is one thing that, regardless of who you are in this world, whether you are of influential power, whether you are uh, the richest of the richest, whether you are a believer of Jesus Christ or a non-believer of Jesus Christ, you will experience or have or are experiencing suffering in one form or another. And suffering comes in many, many forms. Suffering comes um, in feeling rejected, feeling crushed, uh, feeling overwhelmed, devastated, uh, torn, uh, all of these waves of feelings wash over those who suffer, obliterating any hope, uh, threatening to destroy you. Suffering has many forms. It can come in physical abuse, debilitating disease, uh, economic destruction, economic reversal, uh, relational brokenness, natural disasters, just being ostracized socially, uh, persecution, and let's all admit that at times the pain and the anguish of suffering tempt a person to turn back, to surrender, to give in. Amen. Um, Suffering comes in the loss of a family member, the loss of a job, 
suffering comes in the form of just being picked on and ridiculed and made fun of or just deemed unworthy. Suffering has many forms. We can all admit to that and we can all come to a general conception and belief together an agreement that suffering takes on many forms. As believers, how are we to respond to suffering? And again, even as believers, there are many forms. Just because you are a follower of Jesus Christ, just because you are a believer in Jesus Christ does not set you apart, does not make it where you will never suffer, you will never experience anguish, you will never not experience a devastation of some sort. You'll never not feel torn. You'll have waves of feelings that wash over you. Um, At times you'll feel hopeless just because you are a Christian or just because you become a Christian. Don't think that you will never experience suffering again. I don't want anybody to believe that just because you are or you have become or that you will become a Christian, that suffering is going to end. That is not true. I think we want to believe that, we want to think that, but that is not the way it is. Suffering comes to us all. Nobody is extinct from suffering. But today I want to talk about why. Why do we suffer? Why do we experience suffering in many forms? Um, I have a really close friend. Um, Him and his wife and daughter are very close to my family and I, to my wife and my children. But the the man is a good, good, good friend. Uh, we've known each other before even our children were born. And his wife is going through some, some really tough times. And this friend of mine has really gone through some bad, bad happenings the last several years. Um, he lost his mother, lost his stepfather, lost his mother-in-law. And the last several years, his wife has gone through some really uh, bad experiences with ovarian cancer. And even just recently, just uh, his wife has been in the hospital. She went in the hospital in early December, and she is still in the hospital. But thankfully, she's coming out uh, next week. Um, But why? We, we, we want to question, we want to ask why. Why the suffering? Why must we go and experience suffering? And I don't have that answer. I don't know if anybody truly does. And there may be a listener right now who is struggling. You may be a Christian, you may not be a Christian. But this message is for everybody, that we all can agree that 
Whether you're a believer or not a believer, we suffer. We go through those times where we question and we struggle and we wonder why. Why the pain? Why the hurt? And I look today and I see so many people suffering, Christian and non-Christian alike, struggling mentally. There are a lot of mental health issues in our world today, in our country today. And truly my heart grieves for those who struggle mentally. Just because you are a Christian doesn't mean you're exempt from mental struggles, thoughts, and just beliefs, and just questions, and confusion. I don't have the answers. I don't. You don't have the answers, but I believe and I know that God has given us some answers the answers that we need in his word and that we need to look to his word for the answers when we are going through times of just being overwhelmed, devastated, torn, waves of feelings that wash over us, uh, that we just feel hopeless, we feel broken, we just feel pain and we feel like giving in. And we feel like just throwing in the towel. I do believe God provides us the answers that we need to get through those times of suffering. Whether it be the loss of a husband, the loss of a wife, the loss of a child, the loss of a parent. I know when I lost my mother 12 years ago, still to this day it's painful um, I spoke to her early in the day. It was a Monday, and I was at work, and um, and I said I'd talk to you later tonight. That I had to go, but I didn't get that opportunity because she passed, and just because um, I am a Christian doesn't make me exempt from the pain of losing my mother. Even today, 12 years later, it still brings back pain. It still hurts. I still hurt and grieve over the loss of my mother. So you might be experiencing the pain and the suffering of losing a husband, a wife, a child, a mother, a father. And I do grieve with you. I understand. Just because you hurt, just because you struggle, just because you feel hopeless and you miss them doesn't make you not a Christian or doesn't make you weak. And that's another thing. Just because you are suffering, just because you feel broken, overwhelmed, overwhelmed, crushed, devastated, doesn't mean you're not a Christian. And listen, if you're not a believer, if you're not a believer, the number one source of strength through suffering is the hope of Jesus Christ. I'm not 
telling you you have to become a Christian. God has given you free will, so who am I to tell you? But I do know in my heart of hearts, and I believe it, and I know it to be true, that your number one source over suffering is having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is who he says he is. He is our hope, our refuge, our shelter, our high tower, our place to run when we need help. And we will all find ourselves sometime in our life, regardless of who you are, where we need something to hold on to, something to get us through. And that is not why we become Christians, though. We don't become Christians because he is sort of a crutch. Jesus is not a crutch. You will still suffer. You will still go through anguish. You will still go through pain, even if you are a believer, even if you become a believer. You will still suffer. Jesus is not a crutch. Jesus is our life. He is our hope. He is our everything and our anything. There is nothing that can get us through except Jesus and Jesus alone. So, without any further ado, I want to stop talking and I want to jump in and I want to read from the Bible and what God's Word says. And mostly, this is talking to Christians who are suffering, suffering for their faith, suffering because they are Christians. And um, it goes back to, we might suffer, but this message that we're going to be reading is found in 1 Peter. Um, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6 through 8. Um, this message was written by Peter to Christians who were dispersed, were uh, running, sort of say, were dispersed because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And we think we have it bad because we're Christians in today's society, but the suffering, the trials, and the tribulations that these early believers went through Nothing we go through compares to this. They were ridiculed, they were killed, they were stoned, they were imprisoned. We can thank God today that in our country, here in the United States, that we still have the freedom and the right to stand up and say, I'm a Christian and we can freely worship God in this country. No matter how bad it looks, no matter what's been taking place, we still have the awesome privilege. And we are not dispersed. We are not stoned. We are not persecuted. We are not imprisoned because of our faith. But many around the world today are. So we can thank God for that. But this message that Peter wrote to these early believers, they were again stoned, imprisoned, killed, ridiculed, ostracized, just outright tortured for their faith in Jesus Christ. 
and and what we're going to read again in 1 Peter 1 verse 6 through 8 is a message that I believe that Peter shared with these early believers but that can be shared with us today that whenever we are suffering for whatever reason and in any capacity of suffering again whether it's just our emotions, our minds, our thoughts, um, our jobs, our relationships, just suffering of any sort that can be used, that is speaking to us. God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it applies to our lives today. The Bible has not changed. We have, remember that. The Bible is still the same as it was when it was written from Genesis to Revelation. We have changed. The Bible hasn't. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to pray together, and we're going to jump in, and we're going to read what God is saying to us through our suffering. So come back after this short break. We are going to jump right in. We are reading from the New Living Translation, and we will be reading from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 through 7. It said 6 through 8, but it's actually only 6 through 7. So, without any further ado, let's pray together and ask God, through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, to guide and lead us through His Word. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this new day. Thank you for this privilege and this time and this place to be able to come and to look together into your word and to hear what you have to say to us, that your word is living, that it is powerful, and that it is sharper than any two-edged sword, and that we can rely and trust your word. Holy Spirit, we ask for your presence. We ask for your leading, guiding, and directing through the reading of your word that you would give us wisdom and understanding and knowledge and help us to apply and to meditate and to be doers and not hearers only. Bless this time as we read your word and let your word go forth. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. Let's read. Verse 6. So, be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, 
it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Let's read that again. Listen to what the Word of God is saying to believers who are suffering, who are going through trials. Listen to what it is saying. So be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so that when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Did you get that, dear one? It says, so be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while. Dear one, whatever you are going through today, I can give you the answer. I can't begin to understand what you might be facing. And you might be saying, yeah, right, who are you on the other side of this telecast telling me that there is wonderful joy ahead? I'm not going through wonderful joy now, and I know that. I know you might not be going through wonderful joy. But this is what the Word of God is saying. So be truly glad. Don't be glad that you're going through the suffering or that the suffering is there, but be truly glad that God is with you, that God will not forsake you, that he is your refuge and your strength. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and our strength ever present in the time of trouble. Dear one, this is saying there is wonderful joy ahead. Whatever you are going through, it says, even though you must endure many trials for a little while, whatever you are going through today, whatever is causing you suffering, whatever is causing you pain, whatever is causing you to feel hopeless, again, it comes in many forms. Suffering doesn't have one form. It has many. But the Word of God is saying, so tr be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. And it is saying these trials will show that your faith is genuine. Dear one, is your faith in God? Is your faith in Jesus Christ? Or is your faith in you that I can handle this? I'll get through this, no matter what it is. Where is your faith today? Is your faith genuine? Is your faith 
based solely and only upon Jesus Christ. And it goes on to say, it is being tested. Your faith is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. But listen to this. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. Dear one, your faith is more precious than anything. Your relationship with God through Jesus Christ is more precious than anything. Do you know that? Do you believe that? Do you understand that? Dear one, whatever you are suffering today, your faith is far more precious than gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Dear one, you have an inheritance an inheritance that cannot be taken from you. An inheritance that is far more precious than gold or silver. That it will not lose its value. It will not lose its power. It will not lose its strength. Because it is a faith that was given to you by the precious blood of Christ, sinless, spotless Lamb of God, and God chose you. God chose Jesus Christ as your ransom long before the world began. Do you know that, dear one? You're suffering someday. And I know you don't want to hear this. But the suffering you are going through today cannot compare to the joy that will come on the day of Jesus Christ, the day that you pass or the day that he comes first. The pain, the suffering that you are experiencing cannot be compared to the joy and the power that will come on the day that you pass or the day that he comes, whichever comes first. So dear one, be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. Whatever you are struggling with today, whatever suffering you might be going through today, know that there is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while. And that these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Did you ever think about that? Gold goes through fire, but it comes out a beautiful display. And so will you, dear one. The suffering you are going through, if your faith and your hope are in Jesus Christ, you will come out as beautiful as gold through a fire. Think about that for a second. The final product we always see in anything is beautiful. When you get your kitchen redone, you get your bathroom redone, when you buy jewelry, whatever it might be. But through the process of that stuff being made and brought to completion, 
it had to go through some ugly things. A kitchen being redone just tears your whole house up. Things laying everywhere. When your bathroom is redone, you have nowhere to go to the bathroom. You have no toilet, you have no sink, you have no floor. It's ugly, it's dreary, it's just not appealing. But the finished product comes out beautiful. From that point where you see all the debris laying around to the ending, you would have never thought that that would have taken place. And that is the same with your suffering, dear one. Whatever you are suffering with today, know, know beyond a shadow of a doubt that as God's word says, God's word said there is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Dear one, I don't know what you're suffering. I don't know or begin to understand what you are going through. But I know what the Word of God says. Again, related to gold. It goes through fire, it's ugly, but it comes out a beautiful product. The same as I said about remodeling your house. It's all in shambles, it's all in debris. Things are scattered and everywhere, but the end product is beautiful. The same with your suffering, dear one. Hold on to Jesus and know that God's word says there is wonderful joy ahead. Dear one, don't lose hope. Don't lose sight of the prize. Always press on to the calling for which God has called you through Jesus Christ. And if you're not saved, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, I pray and I hope that you come to that point where you don't think that Jesus is a mere crutch, that Jesus is just something that we can hope for or cling to, but that Jesus is everything and that Jesus is real. And that Jesus is not just somebody that people say, oh, there's that Jesus freak. No, Jesus is real and Jesus loves you. God gave us Jesus Christ before the world began. Know that. It's my prayer that you find your life, your purpose, your meaning that is in Jesus Christ. That God created you for a purpose. And that number one purpose was to come to faith in Jesus Christ, to know that you're not good enough, that you can't do it on your own. That again, he is not a crutch or someone just to fall back on because people are weak. Actually, when you give your life to Jesus and you turn to Jesus and you say, Jesus, I can't do this. I can't live life anymore on my own. I need you. That is not weak. That is strong because 
you come to a point in your life when you realize, I can't do this. I can't live this life on my own. So no matter what you're going through today as a believer or an unbeliever, know that Jesus is your hope, Jesus is your source of strength, and that Jesus is your everything. And that the suffering you are going through has a purpose and has a plan and has a meaning. And that there is joy, wonderful joy ahead. And that these trials will show that your faith is genuine. And again, if you are not saved, it is my prayer that you turn and you say, God, I want to know you. I want to know you, Lord Jesus. And I want to give my life to you because I know that there is purpose, there is meaning, and that I have value. And that is all in you. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your message. Thank you for your truth. Thank you that we do have purpose, that we do have meaning, and that we have value. And that value, that purpose, and that meaning is all in Jesus Christ. Father, we pray together for all of those who suffer, believers and non-believers alike, Father, that we would find power and strength. And for those who are not believers, that they would first be made right, that they would find that they need you, that maybe, just maybe, this suffering and this trial and this struggle that they are going through and that they are living with is drawing them closer to you. And that is our prayer. We pray, Father, for one person to turn to you today and to say, Lord Jesus, I don't know you, but I want to, and I need you. And Father, we pray for every believer who is struggling, who is suffering, and going through suffering of any form and of many forms. We ask for your wisdom. We ask for your word of truth, Holy Spirit, to lead and guide and direct and to teach them and to draw them closer to you and to know that just like gold going through fire, that is the way suffering can be and trials can be as well. But that our hope rests assured on knowing you, Lord Jesus, and what you did, and that we can rest. We can rest from all of our work and all of our trying to make suffering go away by turning to you and saying, help me, Lord Jesus. Let your will and your way and your purpose and your plan be done. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this place. And we ask that your word go forth and direct us and teach us and help us to meditate and be doers and not only hearers. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Dear one, have a blessed day.
an awesome rest of your day. And thank you for joining me here on Walking in Wisdom, the Freeway. Have a blessed and awesome rest of your day. And know that Jesus loves you, that Jesus is with you, and that Jesus is for you. And that you have a hope through that suffering, through whatever you are going through. And his name is Jesus. And that God is with you. Psalm 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in trouble. Remember that dear one. Have a blessed and awesome day. And thank you for joining me. On Walking in Wisdom the Freeway. Until we meet again, in Jesus' name we ask, amen.